What's up, family? It's your boy D. Gray back again on this beautiful Tuesday morning, uh, March 2nd. Um, been under the weather a little bit. Um, I haven't gone to work in the last couple of days. I think I ate something. I ate something this past weekend that didn't agree with me. Uh, it's not COVID, just so everyone understands. This is not COVID. This is just, uh, I, had, I, had, I had eaten something. And it didn't, it really didn't sit well with me. So, um, I just stayed home and I'm feeling better today. But, um, I had something on my mind, uh, because I had a couple of conversations this weekend with some people and, uh, I had this on my spirit this morning that I wanted to put something out in a podcast form, uh, because I think it's a, it's a good topic of conversation. Christianity is a hell of a drug, man. <laughs> Christianity is one hell of a drug. It, it, it's really funny how we've gone all this time throughout our whole lives uh, believing in cer- certain things, and it's just, they're, they're just not true. I had a couple of conversations that had to do with... Uh, how people decide to worship God uh, and also this this idea of a personal relationship with the God of the scriptures. That, that's something Christians say a lot. Uh, the first point uh, I want to cover a little bit is why is it that people think that be, if they do good things for other people that God is going to allow them into the kingdom of heaven? If you believe in that sort of thing. I had a conversation with someone that said that the, the way they worship God is to do good things for other people. And I agree with that to, to a degree. Yes, you, the, there is a commandment that you take care of people. You take care of the poor, the widows, the children. And those are good things. You treat your neighbors well whomever they are, and, and that's, a, that's a commandment. But there's more, more to getting into heaven than doing good things. The point I tried to make to this person was, there are people out there that don't believe in God, that do good things for people. There are people out there that reject God and do good things for people. So there is no thing that you can just be out here doing what you believe is good things because good things are also subjective. What, What are good things? What are good things? You're serving people, whatever. What is that? That, that, that? That's all subjective. There's certain things I can do for one person that another person finds abhorrent. So it's very subjective. So just doing what you believe are good things for people are not qualifications to enter into the kingdom. Uh, part of that conversation was that God talks to them and gives them inspiration to do these things. Well, that's not true. That's God's not talking to you and telling you personally to do these certain things. God's not doing that. 
God doesn't talk to people like that. And if he was talking to you like that, then why isn't he telling you to do these other things that you should be doing? It seems to me that a lot of these good deeds are self-serving. That's why God says that uh, even all of the good deeds that we could be doing are like dirty rags. And he says that because some of the things that we do for people is self-serving. We do those things to make ourselves look good and to make ourselves feel good. That's why God says our deeds are like dirty rags, like tampons is basically what he's saying. I don't don't want to be too crass this morning. So with a little more scholarship and a little more study, we can figure that out. That That is just something that we've been told that we're that most of us are not going to get in the Bible and find out exactly what that means. So that was a conversation I had that didn't, you know, of course, it never ends well when you start telling them directly out of the Bible things that contradict what they've always been told. But I don't even blame that person. I believe I blame these preachers uh, and then these people, these teachers, you know, in the church that just placate people. That That's not a good thing. So the other conversation I had was with someone who said that they have a personal relationship with God and I'm going to do what I want to do because I have a personal relationship with God and I'm going to behave however I want to behave because I know, okay, all right. Um, First of all, there's no such thing as a personal relationship with God. And I would I would challenge any Christian to show me that phraseology in the Bible. You have no more of a personal relationship with God than you do with the with the United States judicial system or the United States government. See, they want to use God and say that God is somehow their friend. That's kind of where this personal relationship is. Uh, nonsense is coming from. They want to be able to attribute their friends' qualities onto a sovereign God because guess what their friends will do? Their friends will let them do whatever they want and even advocate for it. You can do pretty much what you want for and to your friends and they will more than likely give you the benefit of the doubt and they don't hold you accountable Most of your friends are not going to hold you super accountable for the things that you do that might be out of pocket. So it's easy to say, I I have my personal relationship with God as if the rules for you are different than the rules for everyone else. Because, of course, your friends will treat you differently than they may treat other people. There's not this whole set of rules that all friends have to abide by throughout all relationships uh, throughout the world. There's no laws for that. The friends laws, Every, all friends must act like this. So it's easy to say that you have a personal relationship with God when you don't want to be held accountable for anything. And whatever you do will more than likely be advocated. You can't put that on on the God of the Bible. You have to look at the God of the Bible like the government. You have to look at the, the God of the Bible like your judicial system. That's going to hold you personally accountable for the things that you do. 
Those are the laws we have. If you break a law, the government is going to hold you personally accountable for your behaviors. The Bible does support that. The Bible does support individual accountability for the things you do. But you don't have a personal relationship with the government. So your deeds toward the government, you pay homage to the government in what? You pay your taxes and you follow these laws. That's how you pay homage to your state and local governments. And your God is the same way. You pay your taxes, which is you uh, sacrifice your time and and, and you sacrifice certain things to the most high God, either, uh, literally or, or, uh, what is it? Either literally or symbolically, right? You can see that as taxes and you follow laws that the government puts out there, just like God has got laws that, that he has for us. And at the end of the day, When everything's said and done, as the scriptures say, if you endure to the end doing these things, then you may inherit the kingdom. The the flip side of the government uh, uh, example is you don't go to jail and you may be able to retire and enjoy your money, which I'm close to doing. So I'm so excited about it. So you try to... uh, Put God in a box that's not the God of the scriptures. He, he, people, you don't have a personal relationship with God. You have to understand that you have to treat God like your government. Because there's going to be a new government, a new kingdom and a new government after the judgment. Or after tribulation. And if you're not ready for it, you're, you're going you're gonna, to... it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's in the Bible. I don't understand why we're still talking like this after all this, after the internet. Why are we still talking like this after the internet? The internet doesn't allow for you to be stupid for long. You can do the scholarship on it. You can do the the learning on it. It's, it's, It's amazing to me that people won't take the extra step because they want to be able to walk around and do what they want that makes them feel good. They want to say things because they don't want to be held accountable for anything that they do that's anti-scriptural. If you care, do the scholarship on it. Then you wouldn't walk around saying that all of your good deeds, if you just say God before you do something or you throw God's name in it or Jesus' name in it as you're doing it, that that's somehow blessed. Or that God told you to do these. That's not true. He told you because you have a personal relationship with him. That's not true either. Our God is sovereign enough to know personally what we're doing. He's sovereign sovereign enough to know when we're not doing these things. But the government's the same ways. They surveil people all the time. 
They're monitoring your behaviors. You may get away with some things for a while, but eventually even the government will find out what you're doing. And if it's something you're not supposed to be doing, they're going to deal with you. However, they're going to deal with you. God is much the same way. I don't understand why we don't under, why we don't get that. Look, I'm just saying that I care about my people, man. I want my people and those I care about to inherit the kingdom with me. I, I, we walk around and we let these Christian churches tell you all these things as if they're normal things. But if a person like myself comes with something that's purely scripture, then, then what? We're looked at as weird or crazy. Uh, I wear my fringes. Uh, people look at me like, what is that? That's weird. But you got people walking around here with so-called magical underwear on. You got people walking around here with garments on. But I'm the crazy one. I, I say that God looks a certain way that the scriptures support. But I'm the crazy one. I'm the weird one. I tell you that, no, you, God doesn't love you like that. God doesn't love everything you do. Based on scripture, but I'm the crazy one. <laughs> so when I tell you that God <laughs> doesn't care about your good deeds, if they're not done in the right context. And God does not have a personal relationship with you because he deals with nations. And it comes out of that book. But I'm the crazy one. Because I know how to read. It's amazing to me. Just being a good person is not good enough, according to the Bible. Uh, there's a, a story in the Bible where somebody goes to, up to Jesus and they say, good master, tell me what we need to do to get into the kingdom. And God says, why do you call me good? There is no one good but the father. That's, a, that's an amazing scripture right there because no matter what you think you're doing, even Jesus who followed all the commandments said he was not good. That should make you think about everything you're doing and whether or not you're worshiping God. God wants something personally sacrificial from you. He wants you to sacrifice something Jesus did not die so that you didn't have to do anything or that you can pick and choose how you serve God. That's not why Jesus came. When, they, when it says that Jesus, when he said, I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it, he, when he, it doesn't mean that it was fulfilled that done. It meant that he came to show you, I'm going to fulfill the obligations of the law. I'm going to show you how to get into the heaven, uh, get into the kingdom. I'm going to fulfill my obligations. I'm going to fulfill the law to show you as an, it doesn't say to show you as an example, but if you can extrapolate with any veracity at all, that's what he meant. That's what he, cause he did it. I came to fulfill the law to show you how to do this thing so that you can be in the kingdom with me. Not just by any way you want to do it. And it's, it's amazing to me. So 
I'd ask all my brothers and sisters out there that care to go out there and get in that book, man. Get some scholarship. Listen to the hard conversations. It's, you know, some of these truths are going to tear down everything you've ever known and everything you've ever believed. But if you really do want to go to heaven, if you if you really do want to be in the kingdom, you'll do the scholarship on it. Believe you me when I tell you. If you decide to do some study in that book, precept upon precept, line upon line, it's going to tear down these walls and you're going to it's going to open you up and you're going to understand I've been doing this wrong the whole time. And it's really not that difficult. It's really not that difficult. And honestly, it really isn't going to change much in the way that you do business other than some of these things that you find so valuable. We need to stop making up a God that is not a God uh, that we're worshiping right now. If you're doing all of these things, these other things, anything outside the Bible that we're not that, that you're doing that doesn't that that's supposed to be for God. If it's outside the Bible that you're not doing it for the right God. So I guess you have to ask yourself, what God do you really have a personal relationship with? What God are you worshiping that's really telling you to do these things? Because if it's not in that scripture, it's not the right God. So I had to say that today. I had to get that off um, my chest a little bit. But it's a beautiful day outside. I'm starting to feel a lot better. Um, I know my boss is ready for me to come back to work, so I'm going to make an endeavor to do that uh, tomorrow. But today, I'm going to get myself back back up and uh, continue to move forward in these things that I, I need to do. I got, I got some work to do in the next couple of months. And then you guys will be hearing a lot more from me. So, all right, if you can stomach it anyway. <laughs> all right, guys, you guys have a great day. I love you guys. Uh, pray for me, pray for my family, and um, be, be good to people, man. All right? One.